What's up, Joe? Joe. Yeah, can you hear me? This dude cooking, making noodles. Joe. Can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me? yeah, you can. I can hear you. If you get on Lee Chess and stop playing. Yeah, I ain't no Lee Chess. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? This is another episode of the podcast. This your boy. You can hear me? Yeah, I'm here. This your boy, Derek D. Wildman. Today's topic is sponsoring other chess players, the pros and cons. Joe, you want to talk about it? Shoot, ask your questions. If you sponsor somebody in a tournament, for example, the World Open, and we already discussed, <clears throat> I went to the World Open. My entry fee was three fifty. I think my room and board, well, I came out cheaper because we did the Airbnb. So we just rounded off to a thousand to fifteen hundred, and I win the section. How much do I pay back? It depends on the, what the agreement was made before. Far as what I heard, I heard some people say world open and the under section for twelve thousand that I should pay my backer four and keep eight. Negative. <laughs> Black man. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, the the backer should get a bigger share, like nine, like almost a hundred percent of the time. Unless, like I said, it really depends on what agreement was made. You know, like if, if this was strictly like a business situation, whereas it's like, <clears throat> like as a person that you're putting in the tournament and it's strictly financial, the backer is going to make more of the money. But if this like a situation like it's your homeboy who short on funds, that 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 depends on what y'all agree on before. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. See, I I, I believe, like I told my boy Marcus. You can't make more than the person that's putting putting up the money. Yeah, usually you don't. But I heard some people say 50-50. Uh, this, they say the reason 50-50 is because the player's doing all the work he's playing, all this other stuff. Yeah, I mean, see, see here's the thing. When it comes to, like, backing or staking somebody... Mm-hmm. Like, okay, you said the expenses was, was a thousand. Let's say the expenses are even thousand, just to make. Okay, I, I I just just add the numbers up. My entry fee because I paid late was three fifty, right? Right. Uh, I think I had to pay for my Airbnb was like two fifty, right? So while I'm at like five five, right? Six hundred. Okay, then I had I was down there for a whole week, so I had to have food and all that other stuff. All right. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. So round it off to a thousand. Yeah, thousand fifteen hundred. You see what I'm saying? And right. if I would have stayed in the hotel, I probably would have been about five hundred for the. You know what I'm saying? The hotel. Yeah, I, I, I'm just saying, just just for the conversation purpose, just keep it a, like a, a. Let's say the expenses was a thousand. Mm-hmm. Okay, if you was to win the twelve thousand, you had twelve thousand. That first of all, the thousand goes directly right back to the back. Right, so you're looking at 1,100 profits. That depends on whatever deal was made before. But that first thousand, that goes back to the backer. Like whatever money you put up for the person, that goes directly to the backer first. Then the rest is profit, and that's split. So 
whatever the, the agreement was, it was 60, 40, 70, 30, 50, 50, whatever it was. That's what it is. But see, I want to I want to bring up this topic because this don't happen just in tournaments. This happens in Skittles, Blitz matches. You know what I'm saying? You usually have, and I'm pretty sure everybody has a chess story. You know what I'm saying? And dealt with this situation where putting up money and you know what I'm saying? X, Y, and Z happens. Not all the times, but like you said, when it comes to that bread, you know. Yeah, I mean, back back in this, it's in, it's in a lot of stuff. Like, it's just not chess, it's poker, anything gambling related. You, you got back in the ball. Okay, I'm, I'm going to give you another story. I'm not going to say these players, but it was two players from Michigan, Detroit. One player was stronger than a, uh, the, the other. The other one was a national master. This probably like he was around his peak. So this player was pushing about 22, maybe 2,300. The other player was pushing between 1,900, 2,000. What they worked out was the player who was pushing about 22, 2,300 worked with them, trained them for like six months for free. When the player won the section, I think it was the under 2,000 section, they split the money 50-50. But the player A didn't put no money up. He just trained them and all that other stuff. What you got to think about that? I don't think nothing about it. I mean, you said the key word. That's what they agreed to do. Right. So they did what they agreed to do. So, like, an example, like, because it was a huge, huge argument on Facebook. It got so bad, it was like, we need to start getting promissory notes. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And all that other stuff, because there have been some stories of folks running off with bread or telling players, hey, man, this didn't happen. This what we didn't agree to. Yeah, I mean, that can happen. And anytime money is involved, these days you might want to get a promissory note just to be like because I mean, people can somebody can literally just borrow like a thousand dollars from you and never pay you back, and it's your word versus theirs. So promissory notes and anything regarding money is is literally the only way to protect yourself. I mean. I, oh, I'm, I'm just keeping it real. Like, I feel like this. When I just, I just use like our boy D-Lo. When D-Lo played, Cam, uh, Cam played Murphy, right? Right. He put up majority of the money. Like, he's taking all the risks. You see what I'm saying? So, I'm taking the financial risk. I deserve 60-40, maybe 70-30 on the bread. I mean, like, like that situation was totally. That was like a sad bit. That wasn't like. I'm. I know what you're saying. I know what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, that was. That was just, just a strictly a sad bit that he did on his part. I mean, they ain't had nothing to do with the match, right? You know what I'm saying? Like that's 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 separate. No, I agree, but I'm just saying. Like, if, just if Cam would have won, D'Lo would have just won, doubled up, doubled his money, whatever he put up. You know what I'm saying? Like that's right. that's, a, that's a separate situation. Okay, I'm just saying, we, like you said, we really, like, really got to get to the, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm pretty sure you'd have put, like, I'd have put up players and ain't got paid. I'm pretty sure you have. You see what I'm saying? I mean, like I said, like, the only way to, to stop that from happening is future references, I would, would probably go to promissory, no, no matter who it is. I mean... That's the that's the that's the only way. <laughs> it's, it's literally the only way of guaranteeing you're gonna get your fair share. Is to 
put it in writing. If they don't give you a fair share, you take them to court. Simple as that. It shouldn't have to go that route, but I mean, you never know. Especially, like, like for instance, if something would have happened like the millionaire, let's say the millionaire chess, somebody the one first place in the top section was a hundred grand. Mm-hmm. Like, like what if one of them GMs was getting backed by somebody else? You know, he get a check for a hundred grand, and he stepped the other dude on a on a you know agreement they made verbally. That's not gonna hold no weight in court. Man, you saw power. You saw it happen to ghosts. You gonna get shot. Man, ain't no gangsters in this chess world like that. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> let, me, let me put you up for some money. You win after World Love. We walking in getting that check together. Uh, mm. man, it's, it's, it's sad. It's sad. That, 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 that's, that's even necessary. Like, I'm being real. Like, okay, I told the story about facts. I know you heard the story about facts, right? Yeah, I know the story. Okay, he goes down to Philadelphia with some players from Detroit. They cover all his expenses. He go down there. He plays the dude on ass. He beats the dude out of thirty five hundred, right? But he don't give bus none of them no money. He say that's my money. You see what I'm saying? Next day he goes back to the uh, park, tries it again. He runs across uh, a master, beats his ass on the board. He ain't got no money. You know they they put the gloves, the feet. You know what I'm saying? Change they. They put it on facts. You see what I'm saying? I think it's karma. You know what I'm saying? Maybe if he the paid, you know what I'm saying? Nah, I mean, I don't think it's karma on because he didn't pay the other dudes in the hotel room with him. It's karma because he placed my own ass. <laughs> then he went back the next day and did it. Like, like, and that's another situation. Like, okay, so the dudes paid for facts to go, right? Listen, this is the story. They went to Philly. Everybody knew facts don't got everybody knew facts financial situation in Detroit. You see what I'm saying? Okay. So it's like, okay, we got you. Room board, we gonna feed you. He goes to the park. He has no money. He beats this dude out of three thousand. I know you don't have to give them no money back, but morally you should because you're not down there on the street on ass. I'm trying to figure out what do he owe them money for. They pay. I, I, you heard I said I say you you don't have to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because like that's like that situation is like it's not like they gave him money to go play people. Like if he was just down there broke and then he stumbled, <laughs> you know, stumbled to a park and beat somebody else with money. Like I mean, yeah, he should have probably put in his share for the hotel and stuff. But I'm just saying, you what? Is it 60 40, 70 30? What do you think? On what? Like the back and like, okay, like, what do do the player? This this what I told Marcus. This is what this uh, I can give you an example. In boxing, right? Right. The promoter usually makes more than the fighter. Right. Marcus talking about what you putting all the work. Some boxers going to the ring and die. Promoter still gonna get his cut. Right. That's how I look at it, cause they 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 fronting the bill. No, I said it like, for instance, in the general backing or staking agreement, whoever putting up the money usually get the biggest share. Right. Like if you go into the poker world, and because I've been involved in like poker staking and stuff like that, it's hard to find somebody that will even back you at. 
Like usually like if you're like starting off, you're getting like 70, 30 at best. And you're doing all the work. They're putting up the money, but you're getting 30% until you prove yourself. Until you actually become like a winning player, then you'll move up to 60, 40. Very seldomly, like I said, a player will move up to 50, 50. Like, like I think the only player I could think of that was getting 50, 50 at one time was like Phil Ivy, like gas like that, you know? Right. So, like you, like, like in general, staking 60, you're lucky to get 60, 40, honestly. You really are. Okay, so let, let me just give you an example. Say you 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 uh you do a tournament, y'all work on something, uh, you put up a player, the player win, he just give you your entry fee and your room and board back. Then what? We throw hands. You said if that happens at a tournament? Yeah. It, it depends on what the agree if, if it wasn't against the agreement, no, nah, we ain't gonna throw no hands, but it's gonna be an issue. Like <laughs> But this 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 is my thing with and I tell folks. Like Marcus said, you take somebody that plays chess, right? Never had no money. You put them up, and they win the tournament, right? Right. They finna get a check for twelve thousand dollars. Let's 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 just say they're a GM or whatever. And they win the open section. They went. They finna get a check for twenty thousand dollars. You know, right. they instincts going. I'm not saying everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm really. You you get where I'm coming from? Right. Then what? You talking about? Like some random gym that I don't know. No, I'm just giving you the I'm just giving you the better example. Say you take uh um somebody you never heard or a low class gym or I am whatever. Okay. You know what I'm so somebody to somebody I don't know. I'm I'm just I'm just saying you put them up and they walk I'm, in, they damn I'm, man, I done won twenty well, let's just use the millionaires. Damn, I done won a hundred thousand. You see what I'm saying? I gotta get his dude seventy or keep you get where I'm coming from. I'm just giving answer you my question. Do, do I know the person or not? Uh Shit, do it matter? You know, you yeah, talking about bread. Yeah, it does. We'll use both scenarios. Okay, if I know the person, then that's somebody I trust, then okay, then we would just have to deal with that afterwards. If I don't know the person, it's in writing. I'm not putting up money for somebody I don't know. So so you know our new saying? our new business is I should just start saving up money, just loaning out entry fee money with interest on it then. Hell no. <laughs> huh? Hell no. Ain't no ain't really no money in backing unless they winning. Like what, what, what if you back 10-15 people that lose? Yeah. You lot of money. They back they be in the skittles room uh trying to get it back. Yeah, and that's the thing with chess. If you backing somebody in chess, it's like, okay, let's say you put somebody in the world open. You out of twelve, fifteen hundred fifteen hundred dollars and then like they lose. They don't cash nothing. That means you're gonna have to wait to the next tournament, <laughs> you know, just to try to recoup some of that money. So like it, it, it's not yeah, chess backing, I would never do that. Like never. Like I wouldn't even consider that. So like, like I'm just saying, like, t- have you heard of like some crazy stories of people sponsoring somebody and it went wrong in the chess world or a period in back? It could be in the chess world, uh, period, whatever. You know, talk about it. This is what we talking about, man. Back in, yeah, I've seen plenty of, of deals go. I've known people who have ran off with hundreds of thousands in the poker world. It happens all the time. 
I mean, poker and chess go hand to hand, man. They like boyfriend and girlfriend, so we could discuss that too. Yeah, it, it, matter of fact, I forgot who who won it one year. It was in like within like the last fifteen years. One of the dudes who either won it or came in second, he was getting backed by somebody, like a, a friend that he like. I think they worked together in the same like accounting firm or something, mm-hmm. and he didn't get to do like his four million dollars that he owed him. Like he ended up suing the dude for like four million dollars. Like it, it goes wrong all the time. Poker, because poker is, is hard to. It's kind of hard to like, like if you backing somebody in poker, they could be in the tournament on the other side of the country and win. You on the other side of the country, you gotta trust that they're gonna wire you your money. You know, right? And people run off all the time. I mean, what, what, what clients say? Ran off, ran off on the plug. <laughs> yeah, ran off on the plug twice. They do that all the time in poker. But see, I, this this is my thing when it comes to chess. To me, the prize funds, like you said, is not even big enough to take that risk. It's not. Like, this this is my opinion. Like, if you run off, like, for the biggest, like you said, the biggest prize you can win is, what, 12000 Right. You run, I mean, 12000 don't get me wrong, it's some money, but it's not, it's not life-changing money. You see what I'm saying? All right. Now, the millionaires, 50K, you know what I'm saying? Some thoughts may go through my head, but it's still not. It's still like compared to like other things, like like I said, poker. A five hundred dollar entry fee in poker for like a one of them like one of them like series events or whatever you call them. Mm-hmm. Like you might be able to cash for like four hundred thousand, four five hundred thousand. Five hundred dollar entry fee in chess, twenty thousand max. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Like for the people who have got down and ran, you see what I'm saying? Ran off and been shisty. The money's not. They're saying the money's not. You know what I'm. You get where I'm coming from? Yeah. You could wait the end of the year get a tax return for five. You see what I'm saying? Five thousand. You see what I'm saying? You get where I'm coming from? Damn it! Did it again. Why risk it? Right. It's not. It's not worth the risk it if, unless you back in like five people and five that you like strongly believe in all five of the people like now you might be getting some money but it's not worth it. So like okay for 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 example we put Josh Pasuma up against Herb, right? I don't know, know about that. You did when they was at the McDonald's they was playing and he was giving them the spot. You don't remember that? No, nah, I don't. <laughs> but go ahead. I think he was up there. You see what I'm saying? I might have been. <laughs> but they was playing, I think it was three to five or three to one thirty for fifties. You see what I'm saying? Right. Josh was okay with whatever we gave him because we was taking all the financial risk. He was only nervous because it was our money. He probably thought, you know what I'm saying? We was right. going to wig out on him. You see what I'm saying? But I think they broke even. You see what I'm saying? Or Josh might have came up one. I don't too much. You know what I'm saying? Right. Remember, have you ever put somebody up like in a blitz match and it went wrong financially? Because I have. 
Hey, I lost money in uh, Chicago. <laughs> I, bet, I bet with Cam. <laughs> but see, that's different. Cam wasn't going to run off with your bread if he won. You get what I'm coming from? Oh, no. I'm sorry. talking about one of them six, uh, scenarios. No, I, probably, I, I don't think I ever bet on nobody. Other than myself. Yourself? Yeah, I can't remember ever betting on anybody. Uh, I mean, maybe twin. Or, you know what I'm saying? Rolling or something, but... No, I don't think I ever had a bad situation betting on somebody they ran off some money. Or been funny acting. I mean, because if I'm putting somebody up, I'm betting with the other person who got the money. So whoever I'm putting up, they not seeing the money anyway. So it was like, like they, you know what I'm saying? Like the person will pay me. They wouldn't pay them. Right. You see what I'm saying? Like if Brooks playing somebody, and let's say I want to side bet 100 a game on Brooks. I'm a bet the person and they're going to pay me my hundred game. I'm going to get Brooks or I'm going to get him or whatever we agree. You know? Right. But it wouldn't be I'm betting a hundred. Brooks win ten games that's a thousand. Dude, give Brooks a thousand dollars. No, it's not going to work like that. Okay. Okay. Because, uh, let, let's say this too, man. If you're listening to this podcast and you want to share some of your stories, if you have a sponsor, somebody and it went wrong, you can call in anonymous, send a message. You know what I'm saying? Because we like to hear these things. But I'm trying to figure out with this particular person, how can you go win some bread and don't pay my man back all his money? <laughs> Crickets in this bitch. Hello? Happens, happens all the time mm. in the back in the world, unfortunately. Why do me like that? Hello? Hey, some people just shysters. <laughs> yeah, some, folks. some people some people just shysters. But like, like I'm saying, the money is not worth the risk, though. That's all I'm saying. It's not at all. It's not at all. Not in chess. I back my backgammon before I back. You said what, Joe? I said I back somebody in backgammon before I back somebody in chess. Because to me, I'm just being honest. Marcus' logic just don't make sense to me. No, but he he stands. He he says twelve thousand. You win twelve. You get back four. I put you already fifteen hundred invested in you. So what I make just an extra thousand. Yeah, see the thing with Marcus is if Marcus was on the other end of it, he'll probably and that's what's crazy because Marcus like he would more likely right. be backing somebody than getting back, right? So for him to you know pick the the, the, the person getting back side, I don't know, I don't even know why he looked at it from that angle, but he, like I don't know if Marcus been around backhand before. Like I said, I've been I've been around it for a long. I I, I personally dealt with backhand. I, I understand how it works. So people who haven't actually been around it or dealt with it, they right. you know, they, they don't understand it. You know, like I said, like a, the person not putting up any amount of money, getting a bigger share, that happens. I would say probably like one percent of the time in backhand. <laughs> Marcus had to be on some good drugs because like I told him 
you go win 12, you give me four. You can give me four unless you get my 1500 included with that, making it 5500 That's the only way. Right. Like, like for instance, if, if you remember the the, the Jan Swartz podcast, the man was, was talking about uh, it's a backing mm-hmm. group. They call it Backs and Sheets. And they were like the biggest like poker backers like online live whatever and they, they literally make that's how they make their money just backing people because they get a big mm-hmm. percentage of them. like all the pros on TV they back the majority of them and they're picking up 70, 70 or 60 percent so if they win but they're putting up the money so I mean that's just how it works man. so Joe ain't sponsoring nobody in the future hell no hell no so if Josh Pasuma came to you and said, hey, Joe, they got an under 2,500 section. I think I could go get that bread. I need some help. You ain't helping them out? Yeah, we'll help them out. That, that's different from just sponsoring somebody. Like, I mean, that's pretty much it. You know, any of my homeboys, they call me and need some help. If I'm able to do it, I would help them. But somehow, as far as reaching out, trying to but back somebody. But my thing is, know, when you back somebody, you back them for two reasons. This is what I think. You recognize how strong the player is, and you feel like you like his eyes against the field. Right? Right. Even though you're taking the risk, you kind of exactly. feel like, okay, these eyes is, you know what I'm saying? I have a good chance, or you know what I'm saying? Right. So, why would player win think, okay, he gonna make more money than me? Like, I'm not backing you for you to come up off my money. You see what I'm saying? That it, it took when Marcus said four thousand out of twelve. Just, he took me out with that one. <laughs> like I said, the best the best example I can use is boxing. Like the that's why put it like this. That's why Mayweather left Bob Aaron top rank because he wasn't getting the bigger slice. You see what I'm saying? Other pack sixty forty. 70-30. I mean, if you think about, like, like, like you gave him a good example, you're going to make more than your boss. If, if you think about these, these, uh, these indie rappers, like, um, what, what's the man's name? YG, like Nipsey Hussle, um, right. like all these guys that, that's not signed, but making money, they make the money because they're not signed. That's why they're making money. They're not getting into these 360 deals where the labels get like right. 75, 80 percent of their money. You know, like they're they're just doing it on their own, putting right. their own money, but taking 100 percent because if they, if you got a label behind you putting up the money, the label is probably taking 70, 80 percent. Exactly, they giving you a front, bro. It's like they they Easy. front. You know what I'm saying? Easy. Okay, you in that, debt? That's how it is. Once I put you up, you in debt, boss. So that's why I understand Marcus' logic of the four thousand because you got to pay me back my fifteen hundred first. You see what I'm saying? If not, man, you 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 right. signed the uh, D Wild Man Records, man. I'm you gonna play in all these tournaments till I get mine back? Yeah, that that fit that, that exactly. That fit then the after my fifteen hundred come back, I get my profit. It's like so. Basically, what exactly. you're saying is once you sponsor somebody, man, you you sign like. A three, a three album, a record deal or something. 
I mean, basically, if, 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 if you get back at somebody, let's mm-hmm. say y'all agreed on 60 40, right? Let's say you want eleven thousand right. instead of twelve. Let's let's keep the numbers clean. You want eleven if you want eleven thousand, but it costs your back a mm-hmm. thousand, right? And y'all got 70 30 split. That first thousand goes back to the backer. Now you're looking at ten thousand profit. Seventy percent goes to the backer. You get three thousand out of twelve out of eleven. I'm sorry. This is how it works. Okay, now Marcus, Marcus made this scenario too. Is what about if you sponsor me and I don't win? So let me give you an example. What you think about this? I'm a high roller. I got large bread, right? You follow me? I'll just use a player like Gopal, for example, right? They got an under 2400 section. Okay, Gopal don't, he don't do good in the first tournament, right? But I put him in the other tournament. You see what I'm saying? Eventually, I believe, you know what I'm saying? He's going to hit a lick, even though he's going to be working out the hole. Will I be wrong for that? Okay. Okay. So, this this is this is called makeup. Now, in the poker world, if you're getting back, everybody goes through makeup. I've been in makeup before. Everybody goes through it. So, let's say mm-hmm. you front me the first thousand, I lose, right? So now I'm a thousand in makeup. So now you give me another thousand to go play, right? And let's say I turn that thousand right. to four thousand. Right. Right. So I got four thousand cash, but you just gave me a thousand. Plus, I lost that first thousand. So that first two thousand goes directly back to you. Now we're looking at two thousand profit, and then that's split up whether it's 50, 50, 60, 40, 70, 30, whatever the terms are. So I mean, that's basically like like I've been in makeup where it, it took. A long, a long so time basically, you saying I front you some money, boss, and you lose, boy. You better start doing some chess camps, some lessons, some lectures. Be at the St. Louis Chess Club selling some T-shirts, whatever, right? Yeah, and poker. If you got a backer, like most of them, they're going to experience a downswing where you're down. Now, right. let's say I get so far down. Let's say I'm down seven, eight k, whatever, right? And then the backer say, "I don't want to deal with you no more," right? Right. I just walk away. I don't owe him that out of my pocket in futures, you know. I just walk away. But see, that goes back to what I'm saying. I say when you back or sponsor somebody, you're sponsoring them because you recognize their talent and how strong they is, and you believe that their eyes going to increase in the field. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, and it's no risk to them. There's no risk to the player. Right, because for example, I like like Jimmy. I know how I'm just using folks for example. I know how strong Jimmy is. You see what I'm saying? Right. So if I had a hundred thousand, I'm just if I had a hundred thousand, Jimmy had a bad tournament. You see what I'm saying? Okay, that's cool. But I know Jimmy can play. I know Jimmy's not gonna keep having consecutive, you know what I'm saying, bad tournaments in an under section. You get what I'm coming from? Right. That's that that's right. all I'm saying. Now if he, you know what I'm saying, if he get his head cracked at the Chicago Open or this, but then the world open, he get down, you know what I'm saying? He supposed to make more money than me when yeah, I was running two tournaments. You see what I'm saying? Travel expenses and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. No, that's why you keep a running tally. Like if it's a, if it's if it's if it's gonna be like a like you're just gonna back a person for this amount of tournaments, all that counts is is it's like one backing deal. Now if you're doing like a one one time only thing, that's different. You know, you just took that loss. 
deal with it. You know, but if, if it's a continuous backing relationship where you're just going to keep putting the person in, then, yeah, like, you, you end up recouping all your losses off their first It's just year, like so. horse racing, baby. You my horse. You my horse. You my prize fighter. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, let's let's play a game. I mean, Give me some players. If you, like, let's say Joe up 100000 who would you back? Who would be your horses? In chess. In chess? You talking about for like I give like example. A year or you got, or like let's just say you sitting on three hundred k, and you get a, you get an option of backing some players for the Chicago World North American Open. Them three tournaments. Who would be your horses and some of the players you believe? Well, you know what I'm saying? At least hit a good lick for you out of all them tournaments. Well, it could be GMs. We know. It could be players in the under section, whatever. D, you can't say D Lo because that's, that's a given. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I wasn't I wasn't gonna say his name, but since you can say it, it's like um it probably Brian. Brian who? There's a lot of Brian's. What section? Whatever one you playing, I don't even know what his rating is right now. Okay. Brian's a good, a good player. Uh, damn. Shit, I back myself right now. That's I mean, you can do that shit. It's your money. But, but who? Huh? Brian. Somebody got a good. I'm just saying, like, I'm giving you an example. You up 300k. You going to back? some players for these CCA tournaments, the North American, the Chicago Open, the World Open. Like, I got you for these three tournaments. Huh? Okay, so, it'd be the first one that's obvious. Then, Brian, Burnett, you, it'd be Jerry. I'm trying to think of somebody that's, like, underrated. Um, shit, Malik, that's a good pick. What's Malik Ray? You talking about Malik Brewery? Yeah, I think Malik like 1600. What section though? Which tournament and what section now? Because you know some set turn sections go yeah. even, some go odd now. That's what I'm saying. I, I, I would like him in the under 17 or the under 18. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um who else? It's it's a bunch of that's a bunch of underrated but shit. Murphy? Murphy's like Damn, you said right the now, nigga so. 1800, man. You know, you know he did get to 2100. I don't think he dropped to 1800. <laughs> nah, I'm saying he, he low right now. He's 19. So do you? I think he is 1800. <laughs> I'm be honest with you, Murphy's strong, but that under. I've okay. I'm glad you brought this up. I know Tom Murphy's strong. He a chess legend. I do believe Murphy has the talent to win the under 2000 section. I just think with his age, the endurance is going to be hard for him to play a nine-round tournament. Huh? Seven. Seven. Chicago, yeah. seven. Vegas, seven. What section? That's going to put him in the under-2100 section. Oh, right, yeah. No, oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Man, Unless he can't be 1800. <laughs> I think Murphy went to 2100 before, man. Man. The blow ain't um, that good, bro. Go ahead. Well, I'm trying to think who's underrated. I know, I know a lot of underrated people. 
Cat got your tongue, boss. Oh shit, I forgot about Okay, that. listen. Okay, <laughs> let me give you an example. Like, like I feel like Angel Lopez, this is a true story. I feel like he can win an under 2200 section. You see what I'm saying? Or I right. feel like shit. The under 2300 section in Chicago, you know what I'm saying? He could probably get a top, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm yeah. give you some players off the top of my head. Uh, let me see. I think this is crazy, but I think William Jackson can win the under nineteen hundred section in Chicago. He's not under what I say, I said, you know, he Look. dropped some points. He go get that bread in under nineteen hundred section. I ain't dropping no. I know. I'm just saying, but you know what I'm saying. Uh. Remy, I think Remy, I think Remy's what, 2100? Yeah, he's he probably 2150 or something. Yeah, see, you, you catch Remy on a good day. I know he played in the under 2300 section. I think the under 2200 section at the World Open, he probably could do some damage. I just think that, uh, this is my opinion, that 100 point overhead at Chicago, maybe, you know what I'm saying? That's a lot. Well, I, I don't know because. You know, I mean, Remy's best performance was was uh, when he was the Vegas, and he beat like he beat like three straight twenty two, like high twenty two eighty guys. Then like Drew like right or something. Matter of fact, he beat Alakine that tournament. So, so yeah, that's I mean I, that's that's the same. Yeah, thing but I'm saying like this this is my thing about chess. For example, I'm eighteen nineteen hundred. On a good day, on my best day, I probably could play around 2,050, maybe 2,100. On a bad day, I'm probably pushing. You see what I'm saying? No, I'm saying like 1,800. So I think like on a good day, you could get Remy pushing 23, high 2,300, 22 on a bad. You know what I'm saying? On the average day, he about. So that's why I say like you took Remy, put him in like the world open under 2,200 section. A good Remy. You know, I think he could he could do some, you know what I'm saying, some 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 damage. Then you all you always got, you know, our yeah. favorite, uh, favorite homeboy, the mafia boss, uh, Timmy. You know what I'm saying? Well, Tim twenty one hundred, so he about where he at. Yeah, but I'm saying if you get Tim on a good day, you know what I'm saying. Tim could be pushing master strength on your ass. Yeah, but I I think the the only thing about Tim. And I ain't trying to knock him, but he about to go through that learning curve. It's like, however he responded to that, I think that's what's going to make a break. I think Tim, Tim Easy can hit Master Easy. But now he got to get used to playing them, you know, seven right. rounds straight. You know, there's a difference from playing a couple cupcakes and then playing a Master or two. But now, you know, you got to deal with playing them seven rounds straight or a Master. Yeah, you going to go through the level up, boss. You going to go to. Yeah. But yeah, I, I mean, I would like his chances. And then, I, know, I know this sounds crazy, but he don't play a lot of tests. William Armia. See, the only thing with his, his rate so damn, I think he's 2,300. Ain't he 2,300? I think he got to play. I know he's 22. Like, I think he, like, he cracked like 2,300. Them, 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 I could, you know, I, I could, you know, if I had the bread long enough, you know what I'm saying? I feel like, you know. Oh, and I, I can't forget about my boy Lamille Mack, man. 
<laughs> that nutcase, man. Man, that dude's a silly dude. I think right he, 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 he had a hard, I think he had a he had a solid world open. So you know what I'm saying? You you gotta what's what's he right? Bill is I know is he I know he national is masters. It? I know he gotta be like high twenty one something. Oh, so he dropped below. Yeah, yeah. Our meal twenty three oh one. So he ain't open. No, I wouldn't back so. Nathan Kelly. I'm not losing money. That strongest fourteen hundred shit. That shit go out the window when it comes to my bread. <laughs> what? You gonna back Nathan? Like <laughs> I mean, he claiming he the strongest fourteen hundred in the world. I, I got. I got to see some of his uh, slogan. I never. I never seen any of his slogan. Yeah, but. Malik was a good one though because he he you rarely hear him play a lot. When he do play, he what well, he he been winning everything though, right? Yeah, he been catching. Yeah, man, everything. Malik may be a professional sandbagger. Like I never want my rating to go over two thousand. Mm-hmm. He might be shit. He might be. Uh, who else, man? It's, it's it's so many people out there. Uh, who else? Who else? Hmm. You said what? Shit, it's a lot of people underrated. That one dude, Daniel. You know what, man? I I'll be honest with you. That's some person I want to uh, see face to face. I don't think I've been to a tournament. He been at. Where are you from? Yeah, where are you from? Daniel Herman. Hey, oh, he, like Colorado. Oh, he up there with weed. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, how strong is him? Yeah. He's strong. I think he only about twenty one hundred. We may have to reach out to him, get him on the podcast. That's the one that was whooping my ass in the uh NBL. What's his name? Clutch Clutch something. Camel okay, Clutch. Yeah, he was the one beating the hell out of me with that B three stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm down a lot of games though. I'm probably down about twenty games to him. Yeah. Why are we speaking of LaMille Mac? We talking about, I don't think I never beat him. What was, what was this happening? I beat him once. Treasure chest or something yeah, like that. He, he like plus, he like plus. I know he got to be about plus 20 on me. <laughs> I swear to God, I think the only game, like, I did something, man, I, I like flagged. Yeah, I snuck he on said one he game. Be play, he said he be playing on his phone. I think it's better. Oh, man, I, I think I'm gonna have to do an angel with the tablet, dog. Yeah, a bullet. See, I ain't never tried bullet. Yeah, you know y'all got y'all got Chick Fil A at what twenty nine hundred. I know he can't play as well out of paper bag. Don't even bring that. I ain't got no problem with. <laughs> I just came from. I'm not trying to disrespect his name. I, I just call him Chick Fil A. Yeah, bro, call Chick Fil A. Mild or spicy? That dude, that dude got a different. He got a different. <laughs> got a different. Uh, different. Yeah, elevator him all the way to the top. Like I think he good people. I just he just to me just look like a child that ain't got no social. Like like he ain't dating no girls. Man in the house watching YouTube and playing chess. Hello? I let no, you know, no, man. This is D.Y., man. I approve this message. 
Mike Chick-fil-A ain't talking to no females. That boy is one of them kids that going upstairs in his parent house and he telling his mom and dad, I'm locking this door, don't bring y'all ass in. What? <laughs> you laughing? What's his, what's his USCF? It's over the board. I don't know, 17, okay, 18. I'm going to give you a 17, 18, something like that. If he get his first piece of ass, he's going to ruin his chest grip. What? It's a family show, man. No, no, it ain't. I put it on there that it's kind of going to be some explicit content. <laughs> oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. He ain't, he, ain't, he, ain't, he, ain't, he ain't liking girls. Not yet. You know what I'm saying? He ain't love the chest piece. But I'm still trying to figure out how he got to 2,800. Uh, I posted it. I guess you ain't. And I be working, man. There's so much stuff going on in that chat and all that other stuff, man. It just be basically the dude had two accounts that was like twenty seven hundred playing each other. Now how you do that? You create two different I guess he got two phones. Like uh what's my man got two phones? Yeah. I got two phones. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know how fast he got to be to be able to play with his right hand and his left That's hand. That's I know he ain't dating no girls. <laughs> he ain't dating no girls. Who else can we back, man? Who else can we back for the bread? Nobody. Nobody, man. Nobody. So if Mark Not working, man. Hey, man, I'm bringing back the millionaires. It's $100,000 each section. And, well, you can't say herb, even though he's, you know what I'm saying? That's a gimme. Somebody just called you out the way, man. I know I can win this money. These boys can't beat me. Any section. Okay. I'm not doing none of that. I'm, I'm a okay, let, back me, let me ask you a question. Who do you think is the strongest underrated player you came across that you came yeah, across that. underrated like truly underrated like you can't believe his rating is this D-Lo yeah I mean come on man that's a gimme but besides that man yeah, I know besides that that's my answer <laughs> Yeah, I yeah, I ain't saw nobody. You, yeah. 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 So I'm, I'm trying to sit here and think, boss. Uh, Hard to find underrated people, man. Might be right, dog. I don't, I don't know too many people that can beat them around this. You know what I'm saying? Well, that ain't one. Yeah. I can't name one. So, let's end this podcast. 
when it comes to sponsoring people. Don't do it. Don't do it. They know the drugs. drugs. It's not worth it. Pretty much. Not worth it at all. If you're listening to this podcast, you got a crazy story about you sponsoring somebody and it went wrong. Send me a message. You know, they got the option on Anchor now. You can call in, leave a voicemail. Uh, I won't say your name. I, you know, speak on it anonymously. You know what I'm saying? Whoever got the best story, you will get a dog walk ride in your hood. You like that? Yeah. Whoever calls in with the best sponsor, somebody in their wrong story, calls in. And I'm like, I will personally send them a dog walk Friday hoodie. And I'm selling them hoodies for $30. You get it for free on me. What you think? Nope. nope. I'm about to call you. No, you, you need to get you a hoodie, too. Yeah, yeah see, I'm that's, that's what I'm talking about. Brothers don't support brother. I mean, why I'm going is going to be Man, warm, It's cold so. in Carolina, <laughs> boss. I got family set out. Well, I'm going to be warm, boss. So it's like, uh, yeah, I'm going to get a shirt. Anything else you want to say? You want to close this out, man? Uh, nah, All right, good. man. It's your boy Derek E. Wild, man. I'm out here with my boy Joe. Appreciate y'all for tuning in. And like Joe said, I guess you, you can't back, folks. You got to get the promissory note, or unless y'all going to be on Judge Judy, Judge Mathis, Crime of the D, <laughs> whatever. All, All of it. All of them. All right, y'all. I'm out. Peace. Peace.